Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Resilience is remarkable. Mary Walden, founder of Change Therapy, reveals the power of resilience on Big Waves, Strong Boat. Listen as Mary guides her listeners on a transformational journey, weaving inner self-love with learning to share that love with others and defining the role resilience plays in achieving both. So please welcome the host of Big Waves, Strong Boat, Mary Walden. So tonight's show was not designed to shock you. People who know me best compelled me to explore tonight's topic with you because they know I love this topic. So what I'm I'm going to share tonight and explore with you is no substitute for medical advice. It is my personal story. It's what I've seen in my practice in terms of the relationship between digestion mental health, and well-being and energy. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a witch doctor. I'm not an alternative provider. I'm just someone with over two decades of experience exploring, reading, and looking into digestive health and pooping. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I have brought myself back from the edge of a very debilitating disease, and I'm here to help you leverage an unsung path to health, to mental health, to mental well-being, and physical well-being based on my personal experience, and again, what I've seen uh, in my practice with patients who've expressed an interest in working in this area with me and with other alternative providers. And in these cases, I can reinforce what they've heard from the other licensed caregivers, and I can chime in, again, with my own personal experience. Some of you may know from listening to this show and maybe from reading some old blog posts that I uh, did several years ago on a site called Care Pages, which is unfortunately no longer accessible. It was accessible until about a year ago, I think, um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease about 21-ish years ago, and I have worked to holistically heal myself from this debilitating disease. And um, 
And as a result, poop has become a core interest in my healthiest life. And I call it the project. So I am going to uh, move through tonight the many avenues of digestive health and that connection to overall well-being. We'll talk about the specifics. We'll talk about uh, the, the general overview and how this relates to other topics that we've talked about on this show, like building a routine and stress reduction and building your most resilient life. So it all started with a book on my end. It started with a book, Breaking the Vicious Cycle, Intestinal Health Through Diet, and it really moved from there. And we're going to explore all of this tonight, and I know Dean is just so excited to talk poop with me. So let's welcome Dean Minard, my on-air producer. Welcome, Dean. Hello, Mary. Hello. Yes. Who How you doing? To... Oh, I'm great. Yeah. I know. I don't know that I've heard you so excited about talking about I anything. Know. Is it because it's so personal, or do you really enjoy what you've learned? It's both, because I, I so have enjoyed what I've learned, and I'm always surprised um, when we get to talking about this. You know, in all kinds of company, with friends, mixed company, men, women, doesn't matter, and um, I realize. I have realized over the years how little people know about it. I know that people, you know, obviously we don't really talk about it. No uh, one talks really. about it. No you know, when you said you wanted it. to do this, I, I wrote some questions or some observations from my own life. And I thought like the, at the top of my list, it's like no one talks about poop. Even like when no. there's a, when there's a commercial for uh, like t- toilet tissue or something, it's right. with animated bears. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, That's so wait, true. what? Yes. It is such a natural, obviously, a natural process. It's something that we have to do. And I, and you know what? What's at, even the most fundamental part is that people don't know what healthy pooping is. People don't even know. We've gotten so used to um, a very infrequent uh, poop and a very difficult and challenging and often painful poop that um, it's become so uh, the the unhealthy version has become so common in every day that uh, many people don't know that there is a there's a different way. And it really is this sort of gold mine for health. It really is an energy. And that's why I'm so excited about it. Okay. Well, let's give a little context. You said you were diagnosed with Crohn's disease, but how did, uh, in this first segment, let's just get through some of the, the groundwork of what were you feeling and, and, and what happened and how did you get your diagnosis to give some uh, foundation? Okay. So, um, you know, chances are, at least some of our listeners have had some difficulty in the digestive region and um, to the point of seeking medical intervention. So some of this may sound very familiar to uh, folks listening. So um, I was about 28, 29 years old, and I uh, started to get pretty significant um, digestive symptoms. I was... Um, 
routinely uh, vomiting. I was routinely having, un- and again, this is going to be a little bit graphic. So anybody who's not into poop or blood or other bodily fluids may want to um, tune in next week. And Stop said. cooking dinner. <laughs> right. Um, but a, a tremendous amount of blood in the stool and um, incredible weakness. And, you know, it, I was raising two kids at the time and uh, brought myself to doctors, everything from endocrinology to, um, you know, internal medicine to, uh, you know, GI docs. And I really wasn't, um, it, it took a long time uh, it took over a year to diagnose me correctly, and what I found out anecdotally, I found out that uh, that was a that was a pretty good run because for people who are diagnosed with Crohn's disease, the average length of diagnosis time is seven years. Come on, so, yes. So but I was. There are really- commercials now. You hear about it, and there's certain uh, you know pharmaceutical commercials where like if you have Crohn's disease, it's like so has it have you over these 21 years have you seen it get more conversational or more aware in the public? Yes, I definitely have. And I I have seen those commercials too, which, you know, um, I I don't know if it's actually increased in prevalence. I I have a feeling that it has only because, um, you know, so when you first get diagnosed with something, you sort of become aware like, oh, this other thing has been going on and I didn't realize it. And, And so certainly when you know, those first couple of years, I noticed that. But then uh, a few years later, about maybe uh, 15 years ago, um, I saw another sort of influx of talking about it and hearing about it. And sadly, it occurring in children seemingly more frequently. And, um, you know, and and again, for those of you who may not know, the treatment for uh, turning this kind of disease around. And actually, by the time I was diagnosed, I, my, I had lost a tremendous amount of blood. Um, I My blood count was in the neighborhood, I think it was like a seven, which is quite low. Had I been older, they would have transfused me, which, you know, uh, blood transfusions can open up uh, a whole nother can of worms. Um, and ultimately, uh, had to go on steroids, uh, a considerable amount of steroids that really led to a lot of other challenges. We're going to continue talking about this. We have to take a quick break and we'll come right back. You're listening to Big Wave Strong Boat broadcasting live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We'll be right back. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. If you're a person caring for someone living with dementia, then this program is for you. 
It's designed for families and friends coping with the challenges of caregiving. The foundation of care, Susan Kohler believes, is communication. Innovative Dementia Care with Susan Kohler provides strategies to keep the lines of communication open between you and your loved one, increase quality interactions, decrease the burden of daily care for you, the caregiver. Join Susan, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network. Susan and her guests will share techniques so you can facilitate your loved one's ability to safely follow your instructions, participate in daily activities, and express daily wants and desires. To learn positive solutions, creative ideas, and practical strategies that will build a healthy foundation of care. Welcome back to Big Wave Strong Boat. I am Mary Walden here with Dean Minert talking about one of my favorite topics on the planet, Dino. Oh, wait. There, is there a comma there? One of my favorite <laughs> topics on the planet, Dino. Dino. <laughs> the comma is yes. after my name. Dino and poop. Those right. two roll together. You. Right. Um, so before the break, I started uh, down the road of my medicine routine and kind of that pathway that uh, I went through, which I imagine, again, if anyone's listening with any kind of digestive challenge, they may have experienced that as well. But you pointed out um, it might be helpful to our listeners to hear a more um, explicit definition of Crohn's disease. Yeah. And let me tell you, I just found it and you can expand upon it because you know a lot. It says Crohn's disease is an inflammatory bowel disease. It causes inflammation of your digestive tract, which can lead to abdominal pain, severe diarrhea, fatigue, weight loss, and malnutrition. Uh, And it can can be in different areas of the digestive tract in different people. So that's right. The digestive tract is, does it include the stomach? I think so. I mean, it's the stomach, the colon, the the Right. Basically, your digestive tract is from your mouth to your anus. So it's that whole, it's the whole road. And um, I think the key the key uh, word that you used in that definition was inflammation. Well, that's so and, big nowadays, isn't it? In yes. everything. But I know that, go on, you, you've had a lot of experience exploring that. Well, that, and that's why, even though I'm specifically talking about my experience relative to Crohn's, that's why I thought that it would be a helpful conversation to, you know, a, a very large group of people um, because inflammation is really at the core of a lot of physiological disease. And we're understanding more and more that there are multiple ways to address systemic inflammation, not just, not simply with diet, but with all the things that you and I have been talking about all season long, which is those core stress reduction things like meditation getting good sleep, um, developing a routine. These things impact systemic inflammation, which, like Crohn's disease, it is at the core of many, many challenges. Mm. So, um, and you know, uh, that description um, is kind of, you know, a a general one about Crohn's. Um, 20% of folks with Crohn's disease have chronic constipation. 80% have the chronic diarrhea. Mm. Um, I was in the percentage of the 20% with kind of managing this, you know, not being able to go. So um, 
when you add that being in that 20% and then you add in the medical approach, which was, um, you know, pretty intense steroids and then um, several other drugs that basically amounted to somewhere in the neighborhood of 27 pills a day. Um, was really, really intense. And they were not sure that they were going to be able to calm that inflammation. Um, and, and that's what all these drugs were designed to do. And side note, you know, prednisone, which is the, um, the steroid, steroid right? Um, it, it is definitely a life-saving drug. There's no question. I mean, it, it really uh, saves uh, people from a lot of different challenges and brings uh, people back from the edge of, uh, you know, deeply, deeply suffering and, and in some time, uh, some situations death. So it's a very powerful, powerful, powerful drug in that it definitely helps. And there's also some residual challenges from being on a medication like that. And I know I personally experienced that where it basically, it, it helped with the inflammation and, and, you know, uh, probably saved my life. Um, and it knocked out my adrenal glands, which cr- created a whole nother sort of right, chain right. of challenges. So, um, you know, the way, though, that I had uh, gotten to more of a, a holistic path in terms of healing was actually my brother-in-law at the time um, is a very bright and uh, giving man. And he um, sent the book that I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, Reversing the Vicious Cycle, Intestinal Health Through Diet. And um, right alongside, once, you know, when I was diagnosed, I immediately started down the path of attending to things in a more holistic way, while also following the medical advice of my team. Because, you know, even though I was doing research and this kind of thing, you know, I didn't go to medical school and, you know, I really wasn't, I'm I'm very tuned into my body, but I also knew that there was something else going on here that I couldn't necessarily, uh, or didn't think that I could control. Well, I didn't know you at that time, but was your, was your behavior or was your nutrition sort of poor? Because you're so like clean now. I mean, it's crazy, but were you were you abusing your body or, or what was See, going that's, on? That was the, the interesting thing. So uh, I grew up in an Italian-American family. Hey. And what's at the core? Hey. And what's at the core of Italian-American family, but Eating. Pasta, right? Eating. Yeah. Lots of eating and lots of pasta. So um, I thought I was eating well and eating cleanly. I certainly didn't. Um, I wasn't eating a lot of processed foods. I hmm. um, So you weren't a junk food junkie or anything? I wasn't I mean. a junk food junkie, although, you know, I did love my ice cream and I did love okay. my pasta, right? Um, and so, um, and it wasn't, you know, at that time, um, I, at that time, not only was I not overweight, but I had lost a significant amount of weight because of that inflammation. Mm-hmm. It really um, interfered with absorption, And that's, you know, again, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this topic tonight, because it's that systemic inflammation that keeps us from absorbing nutrients from our food. And that can lead to being run down. It can lead to depression, anxiety, um, because one of the things is, uh, has become more widely known that the vast majority of our serotonin is produced in our gut. 
And if your gut is inflamed, then you're not going to be able to produce all the serotonin that your body needs. And if you don't have serotonin, what happens? You become depressed. So all of these things are intimately connected. And it is one of the reasons why... um, you know, not, not just, not simply based on my own personal experience, although it does kind of give me that extra, you know, intensity around it and passion around it because I've lived it and I have felt consistently well attending to that systemic inflammation. And, um, and, and that allows me to kind of encourage, um, the patients that I see that, uh, again, get this information from alternative providers and even some forward-thinking medical doctors. We're going to take a quick break. We got to cut to commercial. You're listening to Big Wave Strong Boat broadcasting live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Stay tuned. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru Way. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability so they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Welcome back to Big Wave Strong Boat. I'm Mary Walden here with Dean Minert, and we're talking about all things poop and inflammation. And even, did you hear that ad, Dean? Yes, Doggy I did. Poops. Okay, because everybody poops. All everybody poops. poops, and I just looked that up, and a dog can get a, a, a version of Crohn's disease, which is inflammatory bowel disease, which, mm-hmm. you know, is there just when the stomach lining becomes in. in in becomes irritated but to that point um, I wanted to go back and sort of uh, 
let everybody know that the exact cause of Crohn's disease is unknown, but previously diet and stress were suspected. That's your Italian pasta. But now doctors know that these are just factors that aggravate but don't cause it. So that's uh, right. Yeah. And so from what what I've understood that uh, that this has a dimension of autoimmunity to it and that, you know, depending on your sort of genetic makeup, uh, it depends on how that autoimmune might present. But for sure, I can tell you that diet and stress for sure aggravated it. And uh, the corollary to that is that attending to those things has definitely helped it. Um, And I'm wondering if any of our listeners have had any experience with this. And I want to remind you of the phone number to give us a call and join the conversation at 1-866-451-1451. so yeah, d- for sure that um, that was when I began to put my attention. Again, I didn't think I was not eating well for my body. Um, and again, some people can eat all the pasta that they want and not have uh, uh, you know a negative um, experience or a negative re- repercussion in their physiology, but that wasn't the case for me. And I, um, it was interesting because I had gravitated always believing that, you know, what I eat could have an impact on how I feel. Um, I started to kind of play with my diet and, um, and ultimately it was just ironically, it was the week before I was actually hospitalized when they figured out, okay, Hey, there is something going on here. By the way, more than once in the year prior to being hospitalized, I was told that it was all in my head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that's, and I'm just saying that uh, as as validation and support to any listener out there who's been in that experience, who's really suffering, having a difficult time physically, and gone to a doctor who you really are, you know, it took, I I remember it took so much energy for me to get to the doctor, to get the kids taken care of, and I was, you know, running on steam, you know, just driving to the doctor and to get there, and then they say, oh, you know, we think this is a mental concern. (laughs) I'm like, okay, but what about all the blood in the toilet? Am I imagining that? Um, But anyway, so... um, as I uh, put my attention on diet, I kind of had gravitated to eating just meats and fish with uh, vegetables. And I noticed that that um, started to normalize things. And uh, if you take a look at that book, you know, uh, by the way, any resource we uh, mentioned tonight, um, I will put that on our Facebook page at Big Wave Strongboat. And so you can access that information on our Facebook page. But that book, um, Reversing the Vicious Cycle, Intestinal Health Through Diet, uh, I had sort of wandered naturally to core parts of that. But then once I was able to read that book, it, it highlighted the benefits of probiotics, of um, enzymes, digestive enzymes, really paying attention to, um, you know, foods that will reduce inflammation and um, 
slowly over the next, the following two years, I still went to all my medical appointments. I took all the pills that I was uh, prescribed to take. And I, every time I would bring the copy of the book with me and I'm like, okay, doc, I'm doing everything you're telling me. And Hey, you might want to take a look at this book because I'm feeling really good. He's like, well, you're looking better, but no, still stay on the medication. And so uh, that went on for about two years until, um, at the end of those two years, he said, you know, I can't argue with success and here keep a prescription for the medication, uh, just in case something happens, but yeah, you have my blessing to go off. Mm. And, um, and that's when, you know, again, really bringing my attention to, um, to not only the diet piece, but also how I manage stress. And that's when I started meditating more routinely. Interesting. Yeah. So how many years ago was that, that, uh, you got off the, the medicine and have you had to go back? I've had, I have not had to go on the medicine since that was about 18 years ago. Um, although I have had, um, uh, probably about five years out, I did have, um, an event that I needed to get hospitalized for to get checked to do a, another colonoscopy, but they were able to, uh, stabilize that pretty quickly. And, um, and that really has been the last event related to this. And looking so, back now, why do you think that event happened? Was it something, was it I more stress-related? I think it stress was stress-related, yeah. Oh, and I think, yes. And I think that's something that I know me personally, even now when I can, I, I'm, I'm much more tuned in to the rise of inflammation systemically. And um, Can you feel it in your body? I mean, yes. can you, you can, yeah. like, a, like yes. a tremor or like something puff, being puffy inside. Exactly. And what does you it know, feel I, like to you? Well, I have this little ritual that I do in the morning where I put my hands on my face just to see if I have cheekbones. And if I have cheekbones, then my inflammation is pretty low. But if I, I start to feel the them going away, I know that I'm at the beginning of you know, uh, of a rise in inflammation. And so that means I need to attend a little bit more, maybe attend, maybe I didn't take my probiotic the day or two before, or maybe I, you know, um, uh, had something that really was not sanctioned on the diet that wasn't, Mm. you know, and, and my body is saying, okay, Hey, not okay. Um, but also I, I tend to look, uh, first at the diet piece, but I've recently been again, re trying to actually stay with the stress piece too, because that is equally as important. And for some people, even more important than what they eat. So, um, making sure that I meditate, making sure that, um, you know, I, uh, walk that balance between, you know, working and working hard and, and enjoying that level of intensity, but, um, not going past my own personal limits. So, so that's definitely something that, uh, you know, that I, that, that has fueled my interest in meditation and really coming back to this notion of, uh, developing routine and attending to sleep. 
So we'll keep talking about this on the other side of the break. We're going to have a commercial. You're listening to Big Wave Strong Boat live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We'll be right back. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations. Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com, and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. Welcome back to Big Wave Strong Boat. I am Mary Walden here with Dean Miner. I just want to say again that none of what we're talking about should be understood to be a substitute for medical advice. Um, I would encourage you, if you're having any kind of difficulty that we're describing, that you should seek um, medical care and not rely solely on what we're saying tonight. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, let it uh, inspire you to hopefully to take the best care of your body that you can. So I would imagine, too, Mary, that some people, you know, we said people don't talk about this. So I would imagine that people are embarrassed even to go talk to their doctor about this sort of stuff. Like, what is like, what is my poop supposed to look like? And, you know, how do you know? I mean, you know, when you have diarrhea or constipation, I think, you know, it's from, I guess, not enough fiber or too much fiber in your diet. That's the that's the blend and not enough water or fluids as well. Well, you know, there are all kind of reasons for uh, constipation and, um, you know, some of it can be that there's not enough fiber or not enough water. But I think the thing that you point out that is so compelling is that we don't know, the vast majority of people don't know what a healthy poop is. And um, a healthy poop is well formed, it floats, and it kind of smells sweet. It doesn't really smell super you know, foul. Mary, you've <laughs> always saying, said, no, you have always said. <laughs> my poop don't stink. Right. And I, <laughs> I disagree. knew you were going there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, so that not only is that what a healthy poop looks like, but 
you know, remember, I don't, I don't know how many babies that you've been around, but babies, when you feed them, they poop. I've been when around dogs. When you're dogs, you're dogs. Yeah, same thing. When you feed them, they poop. That's how our digestive system is supposed to work. We eat breakfast, we're supposed to poop. We eat lunch, we're supposed to poop. We eat dinner, we're supposed to poop. To be clear, you're not pooping what you just ate. That's correct. Right. Um, when you eat, you're stimulating your digestive system to release what has been processed from the last meal. Um, and Or the meal before that, depending on your transit time. Right. But and there, in my mind, it's also like I feel, and this could be made up, but I also feel like it's a uh, a symptom, like, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, you say, oh, I'm not going to eat. Well, guess what? Your body holds on to that. And it's like, exactly. well, I'm not going to give this away yet because I might need this. Exactly. Exactly. So once new food comes in, it's like, okay, out with the old. Exactly. And, and the risk of, you know, from being constipated or not pooping enough is that poop is all the waste of all the things that you've eaten and all the different uh, waste products from your cells. And the more that it sits there, that waste sits against your bowel um, uh, flesh and can hurt it uh, or and or um, those toxins can be reabsorbed through your Right, because your unlike our sewer lines, our colon and our intestines are not made out of plastic. So that is a living thing that, as you said, is going to absorb those toxins that we're trying to get exactly. rid of. Exactly. And and those cells, you know, uh, different parts of our bodies, the, the cells in different parts of our body have a different, you know, have different jobs, have a different character. Those bowel cells are so powerful. They have the ability to absorb nutrients, take out water. I mean, it's, they're really powerful. And if you leave, um, you know, if you, if you're, if you're not clearing your bowel and that those toxins are staying there, that damage that can occur can really hurt you long-term. So, and the way to, you know, be assured of that is, eating healthy that's for your body. We were, we've talked about that before of how it's challenging always to figure out for your particular body, what is, uh, the food that, that, you know, runs the best. We've heard many, many, um, uh, research studies about the Mediterranean diet is keeps getting reinforced as a very healthy diet. That might not be a bad place to start drinking plenty of water, getting exercise and doing that stress reduction because, you know, um, that's, that's what keeps us healthy. And, you know, one of the things that has come up a lot recently, and I think um, with as a part of one or two of the most current and popular diets, is this notion of detoxing. And, you know, we are built to detox on a daily basis to eat our dinner and then not eat any other food to give our bowel a rest until the next morning when we have breakfast and too often because of work schedules or staying up late and that kind of a thing, we tend to eat later into the night. We also tend not to eat a meal and then not eat anything for a while. Um, we tend to graze and that also contributes to challenging digestion. So the rule that I've um, heard uh, more than one digestive expert talk about is you can eat your meal 
and then not eat any other food for four hours to allow your body to fully digest the food that you've taken in and process that food in, you know, completely. The challenge comes if you eat the food and then say two hours later, you eat more food. Well, the opening in your stomach to let the, the food pass through, you're opening all different levels of digested food at that time. And, you know, some people I've heard that called leaky gut. I'm, I'm not an expert on leaky gut, but, um, you know, that's kind of how those processes um, can kind of get out of whack. We need to, again, I'm beating that drum again, cultivate a routine, get settled in a routine that yields the healthiest result for our particular body. Well, you know, there was a whole, yeah, 100%. You know, there was a whole school of thought that some diets like you shouldn't eat after seven o'clock at night. And I think that ties yes. into like just giving your body that rest of whatever it is, the 12 hours to, right. to digest. Now, did you know that there is actually something called the Bristol stool chart, which oh. had, it was done in, uh, created in Bristol, England, and yes. it's the seven different types of stools. Oh, type, Type one through seven, which is one is the separate hard lumps, very constipated, all the way down to number seven, which is liquid with no solid pieces based on inflammation and diarrhea. So you want to be right in the three or four. And what they're calling that is a sausage shape with cracks in the surface. Or number four is a smooth, soft sausage or snake. Oh my gosh, Dino, can there's you no get that pictures. for me for Christmas and yeah, frame it? There's no pictures, but there's diagrams. So. Okay, awesome. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Big Wave Strongboat live on the BBN Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 
Unleash free workshop, empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Welcome back to Big Wave Strong Boat. I am Mary Walden here with Dean Minert. And honestly, I can barely contain myself because Dino (laughs) has sent me a picture of the poop chart. And I am going to post this on Facebook and I will likely blow this up into a poster format and frame it and put it in my office, both at home and at work. So (laughs) maybe we should get it on a t-shirt, you know? Yeah, maybe you should. (laughs) Um, None of the diagrams of the poop, though, Uh do look like the poop emoji. So uh, I'm not sure where that falls. Yeah, they don't. uh, Well, I think the... I think the poop emoji is really it's like dog a pile. poop. Yeah, it's dog yeah, poop. Yeah, it's like dog poop. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Not human. So how many uh, day, times a day do you think it's normal to go poop? I mean, you think three times if you're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a I lot. know. It's a lot of poop. It's a lot of time. How many times do you go? I don't go that frequently. Honestly, I you know, I still, um, that's another kind of um a gauge of my stress. You know, I can go a few days without going. Oh, come on. It's terrible. And and look at how much attention I put on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a solid once a day, like in the morning, you know, that's then in a surprising, like, oh, I'll have to do it another time. And I don't know why. Um, right. Like, what do you well, mean? Wait, wait, wait. You'll have to do it another time. You hold like it? during the day. No, no, no. It just oh. doesn't come. But sometimes it's oh, like, oh, you exactly. know what? I do have to go poop right now. I have to tell you. And so, yeah. and well, I tell the world. No. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> well, you do have to answer the call. That's the thing. And sometimes when people don't answer the call, it creates challenges. But I have to tell you, um, it is not suburban legend to poop or excuse me to eat and then poop because I am married to a man who eats and poops every time so it is possible yes suburban legend that's funny (laughs) (laughs) I have a live one wow okay (laughs) I did get permission everybody is not the same too I mean so there's a scale and what I read online about prepping for this is that if it changes if your if your habits change and stay like different for a couple of weeks then you should seek attention that's right so i mean because we all go in and we all have mexican food once in a while right i mean then it's like okay that's you yes of course of course what's your weak link now what are you what what impacts you the most i know you're like allergic to gluten is that tied into the crohn's uh well that's um technically that's celiac Oh. And, uh, yes, I, I officially qualify for that diagnosis too. Um, and celiac is, uh, you know, the core treatment for celiac is to avoid gluten. So, um, and I know a lot of people have started to avoid gluten, um, as a part of their own healthy routine because they feel better not having gluten. Um, it, it doesn't, it's sort of gained, uh, in popularity and it's sort of fashionable a little bit to avoid gluten, but some people avoid gluten unnecessarily. Like it doesn't necessarily, um, help them, but you know, you have, everyone has to sort of try for themselves and in a relatively short period of time, you can tell, um, I think it's like two weeks, something like that. You'd be able to tell if, 
uh, eliminating gluten and actually even doing the diet that's in the book, um, reversing the vicious cycle intestinal health through diet. They call that diet, the specific carbohydrate diet. And, um, it's, uh, they say that in uh, two weeks, if you follow the diet to the letter, no matter what level of, um, intestinal disease or challenge you have, you'll know in two weeks whether it's going to work for you. And I have to say, when I got diagnosed, it was the time of the chat room. And uh, remember those days? And um, so I looked up, I'd never even heard the word Crohn's disease before. So I I looked up uh, the chat room for Crohn's disease and they would say, you know, everyone's saying, hey, you know, uh, they're trying to be supportive of one another. It was a really nice community, but they'd say, oh, hey, where's Joe? Oh, he's in the hospital for a bowel resection, which uh, means getting part, you know, the disease, oh, that's one of the treatments, yeah, is to cut out the diseased bowel and then sew it back together. Then I went on to the chat room for the specific carbohydrate diet and uh, the people were like, oh man, it's kind of a pain to order at restaurants, but you have to be really specific with the chef, but I'm feeling better. And I thought, okay, which group do I want to be in? Yes, you want to be in that room. Do you think carbohydrates are addictive like sugars? I mean... yeah, I think they are because man, I want them all the time. I know, I know. Um, I, I think they are, and I don't really know the mechanism as to why. Although we do strangely um, tend to crave the foods that cause us the most difficulty. Really? So yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't know why that is, but um, yeah, and sugar does kind of have that. I think the craving cycle with sugars has to do with the uh, reaction of insulin and how it uh, spikes the sugar and then you get the insulin flood. And then to raise your energy back up, you crave um, more sugar to give you energy. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how that mechanism works. But all of these things are connected to our general health, our general physical health, our general mental health. And that directly impacts our resilience, our ability to deal with life's challenges. So it's, it's all these things, um, needing attention in the, the most, the most natural parts of life, Dino, which is pooping. Yeah. 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 I hear you. I hear you. Where do you stand on the squatty potty? Have you ever used it? I love the squatty potty. You do? <laughs> I have several squatty potties. They For come anyone in who doesn't know, it's a plastic step mm-hmm. that sort of hugs your toilet and it right. elevates your feet so that it just sort of changes the the your, I guess, your physiology to sort yeah. of open up your body to let the poop come out easier, right? Yes, it changes your angle. And oh, by the way, they're also available in bamboo. I have the bamboo version. So if you don't want the ugly plastic thing... Um, <laughs> And it basically mimics if you were going to out outside, dig a hole and squat and poop outside. And I say, why not just do that? Why you could. not? You really why? could. And you know what? It might even help your garden. I don't even, I don't know. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I love the squatty potty. Love it. And it's, yeah. I mean, if you have a friend or, I mean, they're not expensive. It's like no. $15 or $20. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, um, one in five people deal with chronic constipation. Mm. So 
you know, you may you may not even have to talk about it. You could just give them the squatty potty and let them enjoy. And just wink the- at them. Just say, exactly. like, I got you, boo. I exactly. got you. I got you. All right. We're going to cut to commercial. If only if it was a commercial for the squatty potty. Oh, you're listening. <laughs> you're listening to Big Wave Strong Boat broadcasting live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We'll be right back. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. Betterhomeandgarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, betterhomeandgarden.com. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 BC to the time that men began achieving political power around 3000 BC. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. Welcome back to Big Wave Strong Boat. I am Mary Walden, otherwise known as the Pied Piper of Poop, here oh, with Dean Viner. I couldn't resist. I couldn't I resist. Know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so this has just been a fantastic conversation, Dino. Yeah. So you've, you've offered a lot and I know that you're concerned about, you know, giving in medical advice and this is not that, but your experience and, you know, you've been in the trenches, like what yeah. things work for you? You said uh, stress reduction, which is meditation or whatever, I guess would be a stress reducer for people. I mean, they could be playing golf or just sort of, you know, I guess doing whatever, whatever Stretching, you can do in yoga, your life. Right. To reduce Mm-hmm, exercising right. so that's cool how much water do you do you think that people should be drinking because so, really it's got to yeah, flush out right exactly and you know the 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 uh, method that i use is you basically you take your weight so say you weigh 200 pounds and you convert that to ounces 200 ounces divide by two so 100 ounces, a 200 per, a pound person would drink 100 ounces of water. Hmm. That's the method that I've used over the years. And I felt um, very well hydrated doing that. Um, another thing that um, even our engineer was asking on the break about uh, probiotics. Yeah. 
And because I know that's something that I think a lot of people are confused by that because they're more readily available. It's not such an uncommon thing. Um, And I know personally, um, uh, probiotics, the one that has been researched um, for Crohn's is VSL number three. That's the one that I've used um, personally that I've had a very good result. Um, but there are countless, not only probiotics, but and fermented... So tell us what a probiotic is, if anybody doesn't know. Yeah, so a probiotic is um, beneficial bacteria um, to help create a nice environment in your bowel. We have a so lot you of... Want, you want bacteria in your system because that helps, right? That's correct. That's correct. Because there is, there are plenty of bacteria in your bowel and some of them are helpful bacteria and some of them are less helpful bacteria. And so the idea behind probiotics is that it's introducing the more helpful um, bacteria. And one of the things that um, is also sort of a part of this, if you don't have, you know, a, a healthy environment, not only do you have the bacteria, but you also have whatever waste product that bacteria is leaving in your bowel. And so that can also contribute to inflammation. So um, doing pro, using probiotics helps attend to that. Also, though, you don't have to take um, pills or powders or anything like that um, to get your probiotics. You can uh, get it from fermented foods like kimchi or kombucha mm. um, or sauerkraut, sauerkraut that is still alive, you know, not um, it can't be pasteurized. I think Bubby's is a, a really good brand that um, you can get in the refrigerated section. I know they carry it at Whole Foods. I think they're carrying it now at uh, Trader Joe's. But that is a um, sauerkraut with a live bacteria. If you, you know, it's one of those things. It's kind of like the meditation thing, right? All the great cultures of the world have a method of meditating. Um, the vast majority of them also have some kind of fermented food in their diet to help contribute to that overall health. And so that, find what works for you to meditate and find what works for you to eviscerate. Is that exactly, the right exactly. <laughs> and, in, you know, create your little uh, bacteria bowel condo. This has been a fun show to be part of with you, Mary. We're coming to an end. Okay. Well, it has been so much fun. And, you know, as, as, as easy it is to joke about all of it, it really is, um, an important, uh, place to think about putting your attention on and consider, um, working that into your daily routine. Thanks again, as always to Perry for engineering our show. And remember, if you want to hear past episodes, go to Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud and search big wave strong boat. We'd love to hear from you at big wave strong boat at Facebook or big wave strong boat at gmail.com. We really look forward to chatting with you again next week. Thanks so much for listening. Until then, be well. You've been listening to Big Wave Strong Boat with host Mary Walden. Join us each week as Mary helps cultivate the essential ingredients for a joyful life, including self-respect, self-compassion, resilience, and developing lifelong meaningful relationships here on Big Wave's Strong Boat. been listening to the BBM Global Network. 
The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.